0: following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: Without freedom of the press, no democratic form of government could exist. We switch you now to London. I'm standing on a rooftop looking out over London.
2: Good night and good luck.
3: Good evening from our CBS newsroom in New York. NBC
1: newsroom. presents Chet Huntley and David Brinkley. From ABC, this is World News Tonight. With Peter Jennings in London, Max Robinson in Chicago, and from our desk in Washington,
3: Frank Reynolds. Good evening.
1: This historic legislation to telecommunications law will create many, many high wage jobs, will create opportunities, and very lives for all Americans. When the press is free, the people of a country are free. When the press is not free, the people of a country are in danger of slavery. Keeping you informed with information, news, and the views of people making the news. It's the Nicole Sandler Show on NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network.
4: Now, Trump's upset with Homeland Security, but his real problem, as usual, is with the law. Because the law says anyone facing persecution in Central American countries, including children who make it to the U.S. border uh, and can go to officials and request asylum, will be granted asylum. But here's the thing. The more Trump complains about illegal immigrants, the worse the problem gets. Because some experts say that migrants are choosing to make the crossing now because they fear that Trump's tough policies will make it harder to get across later. That is classical psychological manipulation. Tell them they can't come. Just makes them want it more. Just like those silica gel packets that say, do not eat. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. Silica gel packets. Oh, so delicious. You, you mess with that? I will mess it. Was so delicious. You get very thirsty afterwards. but <laughs> Now, last night, Trump tweeted a stern warning to, well, everybody... More apprehensions, captures, at the southern border than in many years. Border patrol, amazing. Country is full. <laughs> System has been broken for many years. Democrats in Congress must agree to fix loopholes. No open borders. Crimes and drugs. will close southern border if necessary. Dot, 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 dot. Mexico must apprehend all illegals and not let them make the long march up to the United States or we will have no other choice than to close the border and or institute tariffs. Our country is full. Okay. Love shit. Okay. Okay. First off, I don't think our country is full. I mean, did mm. you see his inauguration crowd? <laughs> it's
5: clearly it's not full.
4: It's not. Touche. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look at all that empty space. You can fit like three Mexicos in there. <laughs> and he's saying this uh, "full" thing a lot. On Saturday, he gave a speech to the Republican Jewish Coalition. Trump explained why he wants to turn away desperate migrants fleeing for their lives.
1: Our country is full. We're full. Our system's full. Our country is full. Can't come in. Our country is full. What can you do? We can't handle anymore. Our country is full. Can't come in. I'm sorry. It's very Uh, simple.
4: God. Again, that's the Republican Jewish coalition applauding, turning away immigrants, fleeing persecution. Hashtag always forget
5: no shit shame on those people
4: is that the hashtag that was the hashtag I don't know Trump is saying this full thing over and over again it's the new lock her up or or build the wall you know eventually it's going to end up as a call and response
5: this is pretty good Sad, but good.
4: Migrants come from Mexico land. No, No our country's country's full. They want to form a caravan.
3: No, No our country's full. full. So why don't you go down?
5: Some pretty biting um, satire, I suppose, from Stephen Colbert. Wow. Uh, Donald Trump gets more and more unhinged every single day. Not that he was ever hinged to begin with, but you got to start somewhere, I suppose. Anyway, welcome to a brand new week. I'm Nicole Sandler. We start our week here on Tuesdays. These days, anyway. We'll we'll see what happens as we go forward. But for now, uh, our broadcast week runs Tuesday through Friday. We are live on at NicoleSandler.com, on my TuneIn channel, on YouTube at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, Tuesday through Friday. And we're heard on the Progressive Voices Network those same evenings at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. That's our new time. And, of course, uh, the podcast is always available, and it's always free that we do operate on your donations. Uh, the show is um, uh, not behind a paywall. I do that by design because I know a lot of people who listen are still hurting, and I sort of do it on the volunteer basis where if you can afford a few bucks, a one-time deal or monthly, however you can support the show, I, I appreciate it. It's what keeps us going. Anyway, and at times like this, um, we really could use, um, uh, you know, help. First of all, well, I don't want to I don't want uh, to spend too much time on it. But as you know, the progressive media does not get any help from the party that we help prop up uh, unlike right wing media just saying. Anyway, you know, and I tell you I don't I don't normally solicit for phone calls, but I do open up the phones. Um, during the first half hour of the show each day, I, I basically run down the latest news. And and we have a guest on in the second half hour. On Tuesdays, we start with our guest a little earlier because it's Laffy. And so we, you know, we bring her on. But but I see somebody is uh, calling to get us started on the week. So somebody in the 540 area code. Hi, who's this? This is
0: Ryan. How are you doing this afternoon? Hey,
5: Ryan. Good. Where are you calling from?
0: I'm calling from Central Virginia. Okay. And... um. And I, I do see where you're coming from with this because the progressive media, if you want to call it that, doesn't get the help from the Democratic Party because yeah. Democratic Party are trying to have it both ways. Yeah, that's true. They're trying to play both sides. They're trying to play it both sides against the middle. Mm-hmm. They're trying to appease the corporate interest because they need the money to compete on the national level, and then they're trying to compete with ramble rousers like the Black Lives Matter movement, the LBGT movement, the hardline progressives they're trying to appease them by saying okay yeah we like your ideas we want to put them on the platform but when they get in office it's the same sort of corporate interest policies that get pushed through with the help of that, those same groups that really want significant change and that's what i mean by they're playing both sides against the middle
5: yeah well well what the problem is 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 the democratic party yeah. is in turmoil right now and there is a disconnect between the establishment Leadership, uh, you know, made up of Pelosi and Steny Hoyer and Jim Clyburn and 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 the the newer group who's joined in them, Cherry Bustos and and even Hakeem Jeffries and the progressive. Faction, The Congressional Progressive Caucus, led by Pramila Jayapal and Mark Pocan, with, uh, with Ted Lieu and um, AOC and a whole bunch of uh, freshmen, and, and others who've been there for Jamie Raskin and, and uh, um, uh, Ro Khanna. There's a really good progressive faction, but they're butting heads, and there's a power yeah. struggle right now, and we'll see who wins. Nancy Pelosi is not saying the right things. And then you have Barack Obama. Did you hear him over the weekend?
0: I actually, because I watched I watched the real news network with um, Paul Jay uh-huh. and he, he mentioned something of that magnitude of, you know, we cannot have President Obama. That is, he said, we cannot have this. um, This purity test of who's Here, a real l- Democrat, l- l- let and let who's play, a real
5: let me play for you. Let me play for you what Barack Obama said. It's 25 seconds, but it should piss you off. One of the things I do worry about sure. sometimes
6: is a certain kind of. Rigidity, where we say, ah, I'm sorry, this is how it's going to be, and then we start sometimes creating what's called a uh, circular firing squad. You start shooting at your allies because Mm -hmm. one of them is straying from purity on the issues. Yes.
5: Um, but you know what? I don't need Barack Obama badmouthing the pro- progressive faction of the Democratic Party. We are as much of a okay. party as are the centrists. And I hate to say now, it, the I'm momentum gonna... is on our side.
0: Well, Nicole, I'm going to be, uh, you know, for the former president to make that statement, and I did hear what he said mm-hmm. on when I looked at the Real News Network Saturday, and it, it got me to thinking. Well, President Obama, you have pretty much pissed off the black community. Yep. With your eight years in office. Yes, he did. So, and to the fact that you didn't get nothing done, you didn't use the bully pulpit when suspected race soldiers were practicing white supremacy on in, in an enforcement agencies oh. on innocent Americans. Um, you didn't say anything. You just basically said, if, my, "If I had a son, he looked like Trayvon." You made statements, right, but right. no action to back it up. Right. And so for him to come out and say that, yeah, I, I, I do agree that, yes, you end up in the rallying cry of, de- you know, rival, you know, they call friendly fire. But at the same time, the Democratic Party has going to have to make a choice sooner or later. You're either going to be kissing up to corporate sponsors or you're going to basically say, hey, look, we're going to have to go along with. Small donorship, we're going to have to basically fight a little harder than normal. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways forever. right? And they've been trying to have it both ways forever. And they and it's coming to a head now.
5: It is. It is. And I have a feeling, look, I I, I hate to say it. I, I don't want to have to verbalize this. But judging as I am from social media, um, it's ugly out there. And the attacks, I hate to say it, against Bernie Sanders are worse than they were in 2016. Uh, the the well, attacks have been me. ratcheted up. It, I'm sorry. They're, they're uncalled no for. No problem. They're uncalled for.
0: I, I, I'm going to be as real with you with Bernie Sanders. Okay. Bernie Sanders, to me, he's going to have to make a choice. He's going to have to be a Democrat or he's going to have to be an independent. He already said he he's, running
5: he's running as a Democrat. He's, in, in he's running Vermont, as a Democrat in Vermont, sir, He's running as a Ryan, Democrat
0: on the national level, Yeah, but when he's in the state level, he's an independent.
5: In Vermont, that's you do—excuse me. In Vermont, you yes, do. Ma'am. In Vermont, you do not register with a political party. When you go to vote, they ask you, "Would you like a Democratic ballot or a Republican ballot?" You don't register with a party; you just register to vote. That's how it works in Vermont.
0: But I think that's their—that's the. I don't want to use the word beef, but I think that's their beef with him. Is you, well, it's a bullshit Senate, beef. You're an independent that caucuses with the Democrat. The the, the 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 I think the issue And, and the Democratic
5: Party lists him as being part of their leadership. He is the head of Democratic yes. Party outreach. So the party here you go again. They they want it both ways. Well, they can't have it both ways. Bernie Sanders is running as a Democrat. He's considering himself a Democrat. He's he only votes with the Democrats. He he is for all yes. intents and purposes a Democrat. In the state of Vermont, you do not register as a member of one party or another,
0: but I think that's what the national party wants him to do. They want him to be if you're going to be a Democrat running as if you're going to be a Democratic Party candidate running on the national level as a Democrat, you need to be in the Senate as a Democrat. There's not no all the right. I, you know what, Ryan? I don't want to Democrat. sit here
5: and argue with you about this. There's no mechanism. No, 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 an there's, there's no mechanism uh, I'm, I'm to do civil. that. There's no mechanism to do that in Vermont you don't register as a Democrat or a Republican. this is a moot point it's ridiculous it's something it's semantics we're arguing over I uh, for one appreciate well, that Bernie is, Sanders what's the beef with that like
0: why are they why are they have so much issue and I've been thinking about this Nicole. Why do they have an issue with him? And why is it so much I mean even They the have an issue Brazil with said, him
5: because he's, he's a progressive. Not here. They have an issue with him because he's a progressive. Because he he got the part. Look, when Bernie Sanders ran 4 years ago, he was the only one talking about a $15 an hour minimum wage. He was the only one talking about Medicare for all. He was the only one talking about tuition free State colleges and universities. He was the only one talking about these things. And now you look at the democratic field of how many 20 plus, and they're all running on those issues. They're all, they all are things that Bernie Sanders has been fighting for for decades. So for them to badmouth Bernie Sanders. Um, is disingenuous on their part. They should they should hail him for bringing the party, uh, you know, the, the progressives out in the open and and hoping to regain power. Hey, Ryan, I got to run. I got to run uh, because I got laughing. a great Standing conversation right? with you. Yes, it was. Thank you for calling and thank you for listening there in Virginia. All right. Um, so so got a laugh is coming up. It is it is um, it, it is. Uh, yes. And, and Bernie Sanders has caucused with the Democrats since his first term in the House of Representatives. And he's always been an independent. It's a non-issue. It's something that the establishment Democrats are throwing out there to be a smear on Bernie Sanders. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. Um, uh, I was going to go off on on Donald Trump's um, little White House pronouncement. Can I just tell you something about this guy who, who pretends to be the 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 president of the United States? He's nothing but a goddamn... So today they had a little scrum in the in the Oval Office again as, as the president of Egypt was there with, with Obama uh, – with Obama, with Trump. did Freudian slept there. And um, at the end of it, reporters kept shouting out a question – uh, they were asking about uh, the the news reports that say that uh, he wants to start up child separations again at the border. You know, Stephen Miller's policy that Donald Trumps wants to reinstitute it. And so so reporters, as they do when they're being ushered out of the Oval Office, started shouting out the questions after he ignored them three times. I think on the fourth time, it was Jonathan Carl of ABC who said, are you going to start family child separations again? And here's the lies Donald Trump spewed directly to reporters, and not a single one of them called him on it.
1: Obama separated the children, by the way. Just, just so you understand, President Obama separated the children. Those cages that were shown, I think they were very inappropriate. They were built by President Obama's administration, not by Trump. Bullshit. President Obama had child separation. Take a look. Bullshit. The press knows it. You know it. Liar. We all know it. Liar. Have, I'm the one that stopped it. President You're Obama had child separation. You're such a fucking liar. Separation. Now liar. I'll tell you something.
5: Once you don't have it, that's why you see many more people coming. All right, I'm cutting him off. As one of those reporters should have done, the reporter should have called him out and said, we're not going to stand for your lies. We are not stenographers. We are not here to print your bullshit. The Associated Press almost immediately came out with a lengthy fact check. It says, quote, Donald, it says president in front of his name, and I won't put those two words together. The guy who's posing as president is falsely asserting that the federal policy that split migrant families at the border was practiced by his predecessor, Barack Obama, as well. The Obama and Trump administrations operated under the same – sorry, I'm I'm fired up – the same immigration laws, but the, quote, zero-tolerance policy that drove children from their parents was Trump's quote from Trump, Obama had a separation policy. We all had the same policy. I tried to do it differently, but Obama had a separation policy, but people don't like to talk about that. So he said this to the reporters in the Oval Office today, and he went on. The facts, as reported by the Associated Press, Obama did not have a separation policy. The Trump administration didn't explicitly either But that was the effect of zero tolerance, which meant that anyone caught crossing the border illegally was to be criminally prosecuted, even if they had few or no previous offenses. The policy meant adults were taken to court for criminal proceedings, and their children were separated. In most cases, if the charge took longer than forty, than seventy-two hours to process, which is the longest time the children can be held by Customs and Border Protection, children were sent into the care of Health and Human Services. Zero tolerance remains in effect, but Trump signed an executive order June twentieth that stopped the separations. Um, but the the word is. Uh, that, that he wants to start him up again, he denied that to the reporters today because he is a fucking liar. He is full of... Bullshit. Pure and simple. Everything the man says. And I'm calling upon these reporters to start calling him out on this shit. If he lies to your face, call him out on it and ask him why he continues to lie to the American people. If you don't do that, you're shirking your responsibility as a member of the Fourth Estate. I understand reporters need access, but this is ridiculous already. You've got to start calling the President out on his lies. He's gaslighting America, and it's not okay. Every word out of his mouth is a lie. We have to stop letting it go. You have to stop normalizing it. It is not okay. God is not okay. All right, let's take a quick time out we'll We'll get into what's news few words to say about Trump's little speech at the Republican Jewish whatever gathering that crap was this weekend. Um, And then Gotta Laugh is here and we can commiserate together. Stick around. It's the Nicole Sandler Show at NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. I read the news today, oh boy.
1: It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network.
5: Donald Trump is on a firing rampage at the Department of Homeland Security. It began on Sunday when Trump announced via tweet that Department of Homeland Security Secretary Kirstjen Nielsen would be leaving. Her ouster was followed the next day by Secret Service Director Randolph tex Alice. And the word is that two other senior officials will soon follow them, despite warnings from top Republicans, including Chuck Grassley, the Senate's most senior Republican. CNN's Jake Tapper explains what led up to the purge.
2: Two Thursdays ago, in a meeting at the Oval Office, the president, according to one attendee, was, quote, ranting and raving saying border security was his issue. Senior administration officials tell me that President Trump then ordered Nielsen and Pompeo to shut down the port of El Paso, Texas, by the next day at noon. The plan was that in subsequent days, the Trump administration would then shut down other ports. Nielsen argued, if you close all of the ports of entry, all you're going to achieve is end legal trade and travel. That's not going to end illegal immigration. The migrants will just go between ports, said the president, according to two people in the room, quote, I don't care. Ultimately, it seems Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney was able to talk the president out of closing the port of El Paso and the other ports. The president, however, was insistent that his administration begin taking another action, just denying asylum seekers entry into the United States. Secretary Nielsen tried to explain to the president many times that the asylum laws allow migrants from Central America to come to the U.S. and gain entry. She even talked to the White House counsel about it to see if there were any exceptions, and he told her that her reading of the law was correct. Now, on Friday in Calexico, California, the president publicly said this.
1: The system is full. Can't take you anymore. Whether it's asylum, whether it's uh, anything you want, it's illegal immigration, can't take you anymore. We can't take you. Our country is full.
2: Behind the scenes, according to two witnesses, President Trump told border agents to simply stop letting migrants in. Tell them we don't have the capacity, he said. If judges give you trouble, say, sorry, judge, I can't do it. We don't have the room. After the president left that room, border agents sought further advice from their leaders who told them they were not going to give them that direction. If they did what the president said, in fact, they would be taking on personal liability. You have to follow the law, the border agents were told.
5: Sources point to Trump's 33-year-old advisor, Stephen Miller, who the president reportedly told was, quote, in charge of immigration as the driving force behind the administration's deeply controversial immigration policies, such as the travel ban and family separation which they want to bring back. Freshman Congresswoman Ilan Omar spoke out against Miller, tweeting, quote, Stephen Miller is a white nationalist. The fact that he still has influence on policy and political appointments is an outrage. And she linked to a story from Splinter about Miller's moves to have an immigration hardliner installed as the head of ICE. Donald Trump Jr., of course, had to respond to her tweet himself tweeting, quote, I see that the head of the Farrakhan fan club took a short break from spewing her usual anti-Semitic bigotry today to accuse a Jewish man of being a white nationalist because she apparently has no shame. But recent statements made by the president show that He's the one actually spewing anti-Semitic tropes.
3: Earlier this year, you might remember, Democratic Congresswoman Ilhan Omar in Minnesota got a ton of criticism for pointing to what she called, quote, the political influence in this country that says it is okay to push for allegiance to a foreign country. Omar was talking about Israel, and she was condemned by members of both parties for allegedly playing into anti-Semitic mythologies about Jews being fundamentally disloyal citizens. Omar, after a day or two, unequivocally apologized. There's been no such apology from Donald Trump, who was quoted all the way back in 1991 in a book saying, quote, black guys counting my money, I hate it. The only kind of people I want counting my money are short guys that wear yarmulkes every day. Uh, for the record, Trump later said the content of the book was, quote, probably true. Back in 2015, Trump had this to say to the Republican Jewish coalition.
1: You're not going to support me, even though you know I'm the best thing that could ever happen to Israel. And I, I, I'll be that. And the real, I know why you're not going to support me. And, you know, you're not going to support me because I don't want your money.
3: You want to control your own politician. That's fine. Good. But I will ta- think about that, folks. Think. Don't worry about it. You get it? This weekend, Trump was back in front of the Republican Jewish coalition. And back at it, he started to criticize Congresswoman Ilhan Omar as a hater of Israel just one day after one of his supporters was arrested for threatening to kill her. And more than once, Trump suggested that the American Jews in the audience are loyal to a foreign country.
1: I stood with your prime minister at the White House to recognize Israeli sovereignty
3: over the Golan Heights. You caught that, right? Your prime minister. Your prime minister. He's talking to American yep. Jews. He's yep. their president. It's an explicit charge of dual loyalty. Yes, it is. Trump is literally telling American Jews they consider Benjamin Yahoo to be their head of state.
5: Speaking of the Israeli prime minister, voters in Israel go to the polls Tuesday in a general election widely seen as a referendum on Netanyahu. He's battling accusations of corruption and faces possible bribery and breach of trust indictments that could soon be brought by the country's attorney general. Netanyahu denies any wrongdoing and hopes his close ties with Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin ugh, will be enough to carry him to victory. To do- and that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at nicolesandler.com/donate.
1: This is a huge huge issue. And we're talking about it. The Nicole Sandler show on Progressive Voices and nicolesandler.com. Hello boys and girls, it's time for Laffy on the Nicole Sandler show.
5: Uh, yes, we get together with Gotta Laugh every Tuesday, right around this time, usually a little earlier, but you know. Uh, anyway, um, uh, and we, you know, we talk about what's going on in the news, and boy, today was a doozy. Um, but first, we got to get her on the line. Okay. Um, hello? Well, yes, you've reached the Why Kirsten Nielsen is No Longer DHS <laughs> Secretary
6: hotline. Cool. Press one if you think it's hard to say why Nielsen really lost her job because, well, she's being very. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Press 2 if you think Nielsen was kicked out because she refused to spray on Stephen Miller's fake hair. <laughs> <laughs> Press three if you think Nielsen left because she plans to spend more time separating her own family. Yeah, she
5: should. Someone should separate her family. She should get a taste of her own fucking medicine, damn it. Uh,
6: that one, the last one, that was from my follower, Jim Snowden. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's an author and a playwright, and he threw that out at Twitter, and I went, okay, I'm totally stealing that. Okay. So it was a great little button. Anyway, I'm in a mood today. You want to hear one of the, Okay, we can go right to tweet or yeah. uh, to... T- t- you know what I'm trying to say. I'm all worked up right now.
5: Okay. All right, then let's let loose the birdies and check out okay. Laffy's Twitter. Welcome hey. to my tweet, 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 tweet. Okay, so I, I know Twitter's all a buzz I you know, this morning um I, I was off the Twitters. I was too busy watching. Uh, the Bill Bar hearing. Meanwhile, there are a bunch of hearings happening today. There's one on mountaintop removal mining in 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 West Virginia with our friend uh, Bob Kincaid. There's one on white nationalism, which is causing all kinds of stuff. In fact, YouTube was streaming and they had to shut off the comments because yep. all the asshole racists were out were 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 were. were um, all over the comments section, just yeah, I think I think I have a tweet about that in
6: fact okay all right yeah, so so
5: I, so what what are you seeing today what 's what 's uh... Oh
6: just I have so much, but here 's something that just pissed me off this morning, yeah. and um, I, I want to see if you read it the same way I do okay it 's a personal kind of thing okay. um, i I tweeted wait msNBC reporter just told us how quote reasonable bar is for saying he'd submit a redacted Mueller report, but Dems want all of it. And I said, those pesky Dems doing their oversight jobs. And then I named him as Jeff Bennett from MSNBC. Uh Then about three hours later, just before we came on, uh, Jeff Bennett Tweeted me. Oh really? And uh-huh. And I didn't add him by the way. I wrote out his name, Jeff uh-huh. Bennett, but I didn't I didn't tag him, so he he must have a, a watch on his speed. Right. Sure. Which is fine. You right? know, it's fine. And he said, Thanks for watching, and I'm sorry you misconstrued <gasps> what I said. Oh. Oh, I made the point that Bar might have sounded reasonable in explaining the redactions and timeline before I detailed why his explanation for Democrats was woefully insufficient. That's what I said. I said he said he sounded reasonable and that but Dems wanted to the rest of the report. That is exactly what my tweet said. But
5: I misconstrued him how Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I, I, I guess he doesn't like any criticism.
6: That's what it sounded like. Although, he, you know, I'm glad that he, he replied. That was, uh-huh. I always give people credit for, for replying, yeah. even if I don't agree yep. with what they're saying. Yep. Yep. And he was nice, he yep. was pleasant about yeah. it. Oh, and then gonna... um, our buddy Sean Pierce at Silversmith came yeah. in, jumped in, and said, Thanks for taking the time to explain and address this, Jeff. Your work is usually better than that, but I also know and trust Laffey. You're going the extra mile here, proves my initial faith was not misplaced. Make sure to be on your toes. We will have to be in this media environment. So um, I'm glad he jumped in and said that Mm -hmm. because I was accurate. And and I just don't understand why Jeff Bennett couldn't
5: see that. You know, look, I think too many reporters are – uh, too busy trying to hedge their bets, trying to not offend the White House, trying not to lose their access, because we know this White House is vindictive. And if you look what they tried to do to Jim Acosta at CNN, which they couldn't. So this should give the, the actual journalists who are working some ammunition, you do not have to suck up to them. You do not have to placate them. You can do your job, and you'll still be allowed to do your job. They might not like you, But who cares if they like you or not? You need to get at the truth. And they need to start calling this asshole out on his lies.
6: Absolutely. And maybe he was sensitive to that. Maybe that's why he picked up on what I said. Yep, yep. Anywho, um, moving along, I I did do a rant um, that I'm going to read you in a minute. But I wanted to first um, address this. Okay, so you picked up on a tweet of mine. Trump sure knows how to change the subject away from his tax returns. Um, GOP, the party of health care and the Mueller report, doesn't he? For example, DHS, Nielsen, Secret Service chief, Iran, Israel, right? So he, he, you know, we had. He, he, there's a lot of stuff he's in. He's in hot water for, and he switched the subject. So I ranted about that. But it, let's start with DHS. Um, there, there was an editorial in uh, the Washington Post yesterday that said the problem with Trump's help-wanted administration, and I'm going to read you one paragraph. Okay. Undoubtedly, acting agency chiefs take their duties seriously, but their status stymies decision making and paralyzes leadership. An acting secretary lacks the full authority to deal with the outside stakeholders or the inside workforce. The acting boss has no idea how long the appointment will last, so the incentive at best is to tackle short-term problems. Under Trump, Trump, who values personal loyalty over capability or principle, acting appointees have every reason to cater to his whims Mm -hmm. and forsake the naughtier problems, (laughs) K-N-O-T-T-I-E-R, naughtier problems that won't earn brownie points in the White House. Acting chiefs often don't have the chance to install a team, though no leader of a major department can succeed without one. It makes recruitment harder, too. Who wants to work for a boss who may be gone soon? By appointing so many acting chiefs, Trump undercuts the Senate's job of giving advice and consent on major appointments, postponing the confirmation process that can set the direction of long-term policy and an appointee's priorities. Overall, the practice injects uncertainty and disruptiveness. Okay, so that that really hit home with me, and a lot of other things. So I did a rant, and it got a lot of attention. I'm surprised, you know. Um, I said, for fuck's sake, they're purchasing, I'm sorry, they're purging, (laughs) purchasing, they're purging uh, DHS, installing tons of extremist judges in record time, war on press, spreading lies, propaganda, allowing election interference, you name it. Between Trump and McConnell, they're weakening nearly every defense we, their opponents, have. This is happening Now, and then I go on to say news outlets should report all of this in that context, too. It's a power grab, a very alarming, very dangerous, very real long-term power grab that would keep racist, bigoted corporate GOP policies in place for decades and longer. This is urgent. This is a crisis. And I go on. There are times when objective reporting has to be less objective when, quote, both sides must be set aside in order to save democracy to save the heart and soul of our country when news outlets warn citizens this is one of those times this is the this is the real national emergency do i sound alarmist i own it yes because yeah. i feel alarmist I feel genuinely scared when I add up all the elements that are ripping us to bits, othering so many of us, squashing our rights. And I feel that way because I don't see a way out. We must win in 2020, everyone will reply, because that's what they always reply. Um, Of course, of course we do, of course. But that won't end this. It will only give us a fighting chance to combat and maybe repair some of it. And what if we don't win? That's a very real possibility. Then what? Seriously. Seriously. I don't know, but keep fighting, never give up. And finally, I say, rant over. If I worried you, good. Then maybe you'll fight even harder. Maybe, damn it. I'm sorry, but damn it, commercialized news, do your part too. This is not the time to think about profits. This is the time to think about the future of the United States. Wow. So needless to say, yesterday I was feeling, um, and today, and always, but yesterday it just hit home with all the firings. Um mm-hmm. Really, really scared for this country and trying to sound an alarm. And it did hit home with a lot of people. Um, in fact, Tom Hartman um, retweeted it and filed really? me. Wow. Of it. Wow. Which I thought he already was, but maybe I guess he wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, um, but anyway, yeah, so that. Wow. That's important.
5: Yeah, it is important. And the thing is, uh, you, you're right, we are in crisis. And the thing is, it's been, you know, you've heard talk over the past couple of years of this like slow motion coup. Well, it's not slow motion anymore, but it, yes, it has exactly. been happening incrementally. Yes. And I'm sorry, but normalization has taken place. And it's because yes. the media is afraid to call them out, because yes. they feel like they've got to do... Their coverage, it means they're bending over backwards to excuse his total uh, doing away with the norms that the government has operated under for over 200 years. This yes, is they not frame normal. It as,
6: they, frame, they, they give him like this, this, instead of making it sound bad, they give him the bull in the china shop, um, unprecedented, yep. he's really up upending things, everything he wants to hear. That's right. Instead of saying the guy's nuts, people start doing your you know job right. out there voters and get out there and fight and vote and we're going to do the same because and, if and, we don't have
5: go ahead yes and if, if the fucking reporters I'm sorry I know it's their job to ask questions it's also their job if somebody looks at you in the eye and blatantly lies you are supposed to say I'm sorry that's not true Barack Obama did not separate children from their families. It was not a policy under the Obama administration. That came in with your zero tolerance policy. What do you say to that? Call him on his lies. Exactly. All right. So
6: on we go because I have so many. Uh, Brian Class, or Klaus, a political scientist, he said, the United States has reached a scandal overload, a political tipping point, when the news is so overloaded with corrupt or criminal behavior that it has already become the new normal, and that's incredibly dangerous for American democracy. And then he wrote a piece on it in the Washington Post, which I, I, we don't have time for me to read, but it's really worth a read. It's called, it's an, under opinion. Trump's America has reached scandal overload. Can de, I can't read the rest because it's cut off. Who, Can democracy sustain? Brian Class. Oh, Brian Class wrote the, the editorial? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. In the Washington Post. Okay, okay. that's one thing. Okay this happened and it got some it got some attention yesterday when I tweeted it but I've got to I've got to share it it's just Oh, okay. the ADL, the American right,
5: def- uh, uh, Anti-Defamation League. Thank yes. you.
6: I'm so upset today. Uh, recently, some anti-vaxxers have adopted the yellow star of David badge oh, to symbolize persecution under the government's vaccination rules. It is simply morally wrong to compare the plight of Jews during the Holocaust to that of anti-vaxxers. It goes on to say one more. Um instrumentalizing the fate of Jews who were persecuted by hateful anti-Semitic ideology and murdered in extermination camps like Auschwitz with poisonous gas in order to argue against vaccination that saves human lives is a symptom of intellectual and moral degeneration. I've got to read you the last sentence, though, of the article. Mm -hmm. Let me get it up. Um, Here it comes. All right. Where'd it go? Where's the last sentence? Come on, last sentence. Okay. One commenter on Daily Stormer, offered this plan to further inflame the situation. Quote, every minor slight insult and emotionally jarring event should now be symbolized with the gold star. Dilute the fuck out of its meaning.
5: Oh, my God. What? what, I'm sorry. What was that website again? That anti-Semitic alt-right Nazi white supremacist website? The Daily Stormer? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. There's no reason to ever go there. Just yeah. just telling you, no reason to – because they, it's, they're Nazi white supremacist assholes. Yes. Okay. And they want to be that way
6: because they just encouraged everyone to be that way.
5: Yep. If you had
6: any doubt, anyone had any doubt about that. Okay. Uh, Sam Stein. This is mm-hmm. about today. This is okay. about Barr. I have a few things on oh. Barr. Okay. okay. First, Manu Raju uh, tweets out, Barr clarifies and says just before the March 24th letter was sent out, quote – we did advise the White House counsel that the letter had been sent. I think it may have been read to them saying he doesn't believe they saw the letter and didn't get a chance to change it. And then Sam Stein says, small point, but how are you unsure if you read, if you read the most important letter you've sent while in office to the White House counsel's office? How are you unsure yeah. if you read?
5: Right. You know, it, <laughs> right. He's Either you such did or a you reasal. didn't. Right. Exactly
6: a weasel weasel. All right. So then Polly Psy, uh, she's wonderful. She's a uh, loudmouth on Twitter, she says. She goes by at DC Poll, P-O-L-L. Uh, she says, when pushed, oh, at first she says, um, she quotes her, does her own tweet, quote, you know, quote, tweet thing and says, Rep- Representative Chris said, quote, I didn't ask you here, I, I I've got the left. exchange. I didn't with Charlie ask if you Christ. offered to let Mueller review it. I asked if you contemplated having Mueller help you prepare your March twenty-fourth letter. Ah, okay. Barr says no. And she says, when pushed, Barr admitted that he did not seek Mueller's input on his March twenty-fourth letter because it was my letter. And then she says, the arrogance of this guy. Mm-hmm. Were you gonna play the quote?
5: Mm. It was actually a different uh exchange I have between Christ and um and Barr when, when they were talking about it doesn't exonerate him. Um Yeah. You know, I've got a few. I I thought I thought um, Bill Barr was particularly cagey this morning. I thought I thought he showed exactly what his true colors are, that that he did audition for that job and he delivered exactly what Donald Trump wanted. And when he was asked flat out, uh, will Congress get an unredacted uh, copy of the report? He said no. So fight on game on.
6: Oh yeah, game on. Well, uh, what's his name? Um, Nadler's already on it. He're, he's he's well, going to wait till the re- report comes out but then he's going to subpoena.
5: Okay, I think he should do I don't think he should even wait. He's been told I don't either. he was told today in that hearing that Bill Barr has no intention of giving Congress an unredacted version. Uh, Nadler should serve him with a subpoena today. I agree. Uh, House
6: Dems are canceling a vote on a key budget plan amid an internal revolt from liberals and moderates.
5: Yes, apparently they've canceled all votes for the rest of the day from a, a tweet from Melanie Zanona at, at uh, Politico. House votes are canceled for the rest of the day as Dems pull the plug on budget bill. Yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in. That was an alert.
6: Uh, OK, yep. so Andrew uh, Prokop, he is a senior politics correspondent at Vox.com. Uh he's quoting Representative Aderholt or Aderholt. Uh now that President Trump, this is on the Bar uh hearing. Now that President Tr I hate using that word. I now know. that Trump has <laughs> has been exonerated is. of Russian collusion is use of steel dossier being investigated. And Barr said IG's FISA investigation Ray Russia should be complete by May or June. Barr himself is quote, more generally reviewing the investigation. Uh there has been no exoneration of collusion. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as collusion in the legal world. It right. was uh, not even a complete exoneration of conspiracy because we don't know what the report said yet. Um, and this whole thing, I just I just wanted to uh, read you that tweet because it was frustrating.
5: Yep. It, it, it's incredibly frustrating. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> OK, so. Yeah.
6: <laughs> so, uh, again, uh j- Oh, here's another breaking news. Border apprehensions surge in March. Okay. Uh, Natasha Bertrand said, uh, again, Barr says Mueller did not review the letters Barr wrote on the 24th and March 29th, but that Mueller was given the opportunity to review the March 24th letter and declined. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ray, Mueller report, Barr says, I am relying on my own discretion to make as much public as I can. And then Max Kennerly, who is a, a lawyer, trial lawyer, he said, this quote: "This is not my circus. These are not my monkeys." Muller said to himself, grinning while dr- drinking a cool glass of skim milk, having successfully refused Barr's attempts to rope him into <laughs> rope him into ownership of Barr's dubious letter.
5: Oh, you know, I, 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 what I circus, don't, I don't men. know if they've already set a date for. Uh, Mueller to testify. I know that there's already a no, date for haven't. Barr to testify. And yeah. meanwhile, do you know allegedly this thing is supposed to come out, the redacted version, but a version that allegedly we're going to be able to read on, on or by around the 15th, which is a week from yesterday, which is Monday. Right. Well, Congress is on, go figure, recess yep. for the next two weeks for Easter. Yep. So they're off for two weeks when, uh, you know, it'll just be us with the the, the report. Mm-hmm. Um it, it'll be an interesting couple of weeks I think.
6: Well, the, the good news is though, you've got Swalwell who's now running for president. Right. So he'll be visible.
5: <laughs> you think he'll be That's everywhere. The thing, though.
6: You know, you've got people in Congress running for president and so even though there may be a recess right. um they'll be they out won't... And about.
5: Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they will.
6: That's yes, the advantage will. of having a lot of Democrats running. They have mm-hmm. a lot to say and they're on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, The Horse Whisperer said, William Barr is flatly refusing to answer Democrats' questions while readily answering questions from Republicans. He is not good at this, and his answers now are going to look awfully perjured when the truth comes out, and it will. He should have heeded Mueller's warning shots.
5: Yeah. You know, it's not too late, Donald. You can still retire. Just, you know, claim health issues. or Bone spurs. It worked for you once before. Do it again. That'd be swell. We'll let we'll uh, let you off the hook. We will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, as long as you're gone. Bye.
6: Um, Harry Litman, uh, an attorney, a former U.S. attorney, and he's on TV all the time. He mm-hmm. said uh, he kind of recapped it. He said some important snippets. One, no executive privilege, and this is really shortened down, just so you know. Two, Nadler has to move uh, the court on. This is on the um, grand jury testimony Uh three he didn't tell white house about the march 24th letter and four probably most important Mueller declined to participate in or review the letter likely knowing where it was going
5: okay i gotta tell you i'm seeing tons of reports coming in from israel too close to call netanyahu is in front netanyahu is behind and the latest one i just saw neti may have lost in israel wow and then someone else with prayer hands please oh please oh please oh please oh please
6: it would be fantastic. Although the guy who will win, if in that case, is, um,
5: yeah, is, is a is a Netanyahu acolyte. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but, but but still, I'd love to see BB be defeated. Yeah, Bibi, beat BB. beat ba Ba Bibi, ba baby. <laughs>
6: uh Mimi Roca said uh, mm-hmm. Barr just confirmed his letter only established no criminal charges it's binary charges or no charges doesn't say a thing about whether there are facts and reports short of high criminal mm-hmm. standard that equal misconduct etc and his conclusion not special counsel that no, i think that's what sc means that yes. not criminal yep. obstruction so it's basically what we just said we just said that uh-huh um but she said it as a lawyer so Joe Lockhart remember him
5: yeah. How do I know Joe Lockhart? Who are, he was
6: the uh, he was the press secretary for oh, a while. Oh,
5: Okay. Yeah. How he's quickly now we CNN. forget. How quickly we forget. Oh, he's. I know, CNN. right? Okay.
6: Um, he said, "Impossible to overstate the import of AG Barr's testimony today." He declared he will not give even to Congress the bulk of the evidence from the Mueller investigation. We may never know the extent of corruption and criminality in the Oval Office. This is authoritarian stuff, folks. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah.
5: Yes, yeah. it is. And that's what scares the shit out of me is this whole, you know, our borders are closed. And what were those those Republican at that Jewish gathering that, that Trump spoke at? They, uh, they were applauding that. Are you
6: kidding me? I'm just I can't even don't even uh, they're not they're not my kind
5: of Jews. No, let's put it that way. Absolutely not.
6: Okay, uh, Devin Nunes is in uh-huh. the news. Um, oh, yes, he, he is. is. <laughs> yes, he's suing a uh, newspaper company
5: alleging character wait, assassination. Wait Devin here's Nunes is suing somebody? Yeah, I suing Unbelievable. How out of character is that? I know, right? Okay. Uh, so he, he's
6: suing uh, the Fresno Bee back in uh, May of 2018. Here's what they, uh, their headline was. A yacht,
5: uh-huh. cocaine, and prostitutes. prostitutes. <laughs> winery
6: partly owned by Nunes sued after fundraiser event. Uh And he's suing over defamation. Well, sorry, but if you own something and it's Uh part of a news story,
5: you can't sue someone for that. And now hashtag yacht cocaine prostitutes is trending on Twitter. Yeah, that's the best part. (laughs) (laughs) That's so
6: awesome. Um, Okay, so um, uh, Bloomberg tweeted, uh, International Monetary Fund cut its outlook for global growth to the lowest since the financial crisis amid a bleaker outlook in most major advanced economies and signs that higher tariffs are weighing on trade.
5: Go figure. I never would have thought that would happen. Uh, Are you kidding me? I mean, imagine my surprise when
6: I saw that. What a shocker. I I can't get over it. I'm going to have to revive myself with a bottle of wine. I don't know what else to do.
5: Okay, Um, here's the latest on Israel. According to exit polls, Benny Gantz, that's the challenger, might have won the battle, but not the war. Right wing Mm -hmm. bloc still leads. Final results only on Thursday. Oh God. Yeah. So this is going to go on for a while. Oh, right wing. uh.
6: Yeah. Um, Here's a headline for you from USA Today. Goodbye glaciers, 390 billion tons of snow and ice melts each year as globe warms. I want to throw up. Um, Ben Collins, this was, uh, he's at NBC News. This is now being read by Jerry Nadler in the hearing, he says, uh, and this is a Washington Post article, a congressional hearing to, this is what you were saying, to explore the spread of white nationalism on social media Mm -hmm. quickly illustrated the problem. A live chat alongside the YouTube stream featured anti-Semitic screed and arguments that white nationalism is not a form of racism. Wow. That's
5: what you were talking about. Yep, exactly. Unbelievable. Um, he, here's
6: uh, Jim Acosta says, uh, and this is a tweet that Barbara Murill uh, on Daily Coast quote tweeted over. Jim Acosta puts Trump uh, Trump tries to blame Obama. Okay, what you said for family separations. Okay, And then so he goes on to quote. I'm not going to quote it again. And she says another reason the media needs to stop carrying Trump's comments
5: live. Yep, that's true, because I saw you tweet something about MSNBC playing it over and over again. I only saw it the one time and I just said, oh, shit, I got to pull that audio because how fucking insane is it? Um, But but then the media runs it into the ground. Yeah, um, every time I've turned on the TV, it's just every hour they run it. Every single hour. It's just sickening. Yeah, you know, um, I also Daniel, must say that I heard Obama's, you know, circular uh, firing squad quote yes. a million times this weekend as well. And yeah. you know what? I don't ever need to hear it again. Just saying. No, I, I,
6: it's the same. He's, he's said that same thing for a very long time, and I'm very tired of hearing it.
5: Really um,
6: Daniel Dale. Yes. Uh, tweets Trump for the pool reporter. Quote: You know it. We all know it. I'm the one who stopped it. This is what you said. President yep. Obama had child separation. Obama's administration separated migrant families under very limited circumstances. You forgot Trump that Trump made separation the norm. Then yes, it eventually stopped. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Alexis Goldstein. We love her.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: She's an ex Wall Street techie who now does financial reform advocacy. She's uh, been on Chris Hayes' show a lot. Yeah, she used to be uh,
5: occupy the occupy the 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 Fed or occupy the SEC or something she, yeah, she's, yeah she's she's
6: just terrific yeah. she's sounding alarms. She's tweeting, uh, DHS government wants random volunteers in caps to do everything from medically screened kids to driving people from ports of entry. What policies do they have in place to screen the random people they want to volunteer? And she's quoting from the Tucson Sentinel about this. She is panicked about this.
5: Yeah. Um, This is horrible. Horrible. It's insane. I mean, it is insane what is going on. You know, I was trying, uh, Allison and I, my daughter and I went to the beach yesterday. And I was trying to explain to her. I mean, she hears the news. She can't help it being in this house with David and I, who are both news junkies. But, um, you know, she's, she's 19 and she doesn't pay attention. Yeah. And so I was trying to explain to her what's going on. She goes, Mom, nobody cares. I'm like, Allison? Allison? People do care, and if they don't, they should. This yes. is your future we're talking about, and you need to know what's going on. Yes, they care. They care that Trump is destroying the country. It's a bad—I He's. He, I mean, you know, and, and what kills me is I know that the, so much of this country is like that. They have blinders on. They don't watch or seek out news. They don't read a newspaper. They don't, they don't care what's going on, and that's why this shit is allowed to happen. Right.
6: Yes, Oh, okay. Yesterdays. I'm going to get as many in as I can. Okay. Chelsea Handler, best of luck mm. to Kirsten Nielsen. I'm not <laughs> sure where you'll get hired with a resume that includes locking kids in cages. Oh, kidding. Good luck at Fox
5: News. Mm. Yep, yep. <laughs> I go along with that.
6: Uh, Voice of America, almost unnoticed, U.S. signs defense cooperation agreement with Hungary. Quote, the Hungarian government, led by Prime Minister Viktor Orban, has often stated the need to protect European Christian culture, as well as the need to ha- uh, halt immigration, migration. migration. Sorry, migration. Yep, yep.
5: Oh, this is boy, who, these oh are the people that Donald Trump is aligning himself with. Again, mm-hmm. not our not our historical allies, not France or England or Germany, but um, uh, Russia and North Korea and Hungary and Turkey and mm-hmm. and the philippines i mean all that the the despots all the dictators all the strong men that's who trump wants to be and that's what
6: kills me about also about the the news outlets they they say um he likes these dictators cuz they're tough he likes to be tough look he's being tough on immigration no he's not tough he's a coward
5: he's don't call him tough he's an authoritarian he's a fascist he's trying yes. to to, to, to take this country to descend us into fascism, we fought it once before, but I'm afraid that um, uh, you know we're too we're too splintered now. Yes. Oh my God, it's just a nightmare what we're
6: going through. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, I'm going to skip down since it's almost time. Um, Horse Whisperer says, reminder, Trump goes on scapegoat purges when he knows he has lost control of the narrative and is failing in the court of public opinion. Last was after the blue wave. The public relations failure of the Mueller report obstruction is driving this. Hmm. Interesting.
5: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Donald Trump went out on a limb so far when the Barr letter came out. A complete and total exoneration. Uh, no, it wasn't you, fucking moron. And so now he's having to walk it back because and and Barr wouldn't answer the question today from, from uh, as to a couple of things. One, who he works for: the American people or Donald Trump? It was a really interesting uh, give and take with Congresswoman Brenda Lawrence of Mich- Michigan. Um, he also he also wouldn't answer the question as to whether or not he has briefed the White House on the full Mueller report. He just wouldn't right. answer it. Right, no, of course not
6: Yep. um i'm, I'm going to um this will be my last week because we can talk about so okay. much anything yep. you want, but yep. this is so important. Adam Davidson of the new yorker he he posted a, a really long, thorough uh, um, article oh I, it's been months now, and he refers to it here. There are days I just want to scream. President Trump, this is in all caps, President Trump was a knowing partner in a likely Iranian Revolutionary Guard money laundering and WMD acquiring scheme. Today is the most that kind of day. How is this not on the front page of every paper? How does this not lead the news? And you know what? Kudos to Rachel Maddow because she led with this.
5: Good. Um, here's the problem. There's so much shit that, that spews forth at like a vomit projectile out of this administration on a daily basis that so much of it doesn't get reported because there's too much crap spewing forth. And that was the point of Kloss's
6: article, Kloss's uh, article that I read earlier Uh to the Washington Post editorial, um, I don't have it in front of me anymore, but he was saying it's, I might even have, oh, I wish I had my tweet in front of me, but it's like um, throwing a ball for a golden retriever. He said they pick up the ball, but something else gets their attention. They go to that and then they forget to bring the ball back. There's
5: so many things going on Mm -hmm. that we don't bring the ball back. Right. And the thing is, if we reported on all of it, this is what Trump wants. He wants us all over the place. Remember the the, the one thing he said that if I still have it here somewhere, I might have gotten rid of it. I had a clip. Where he 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 said before he was, um, you know, elected, your head's going to spin. Well, that's the one thing that he said that's true, because it's yeah. always something and it's just to keep you off balance. It's so you're that one, you don't focus on on the Mueller report.
6: Well, here's a more amusing one to end on if you want. Uh, okay. it's from Mieki uh, Oyeng, uh Oyang and she's with Third Way and she says pretty soon it'll be Trump and Stephen Miller sitting around the White House by themselves, <laughs> surrounded by <laughs> surrounded by empty McDonald's
5: wrappers. Yes, I actually <laughs> saw that today. I can picture it now. You know, the Stephen Miller thing is truly disturbing. I saw oh, yeah. I saw something from his rabbi growing up who said you know, basically shut the fuck up already. You're, 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 you're making, we're all ashamed of you kind of thing. Um, You know, how, good. Ew. I mean, yeah, this is somebody who um, uh, is Jewish by birthright, um, who is a, is a white supremacist Nazi. Exactly. That's
6: exactly, I was going to actually tweet almost those very words. I never did. I got sidetracked, but that
5: is exactly right. It, it, it's you, it's really scary, and, and you got to. I mean, he grew up in Southern California too. How I does know, somebody right? turn out what? like that in Santa Monica? He's uh, always been like he's been like this since high school. Yeah, Nazi youth in yeah. school, I suppose. Oy, anyway, yeah. all right. Tomorrow. I, 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 Mike Ravel is supposed to be here. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mike Ravel, who is running for president at the urging of some young people, um, who have taken over his campaign, and they did—they confirmed that Mike Ravel will call into the show tomorrow at around three thirty Eastern, twelve thirty Pacific. I'll have some other stuff standing by just in case, because I, I, I'm a little. Uh, you, you a know. little crazed. Well, I just, I, I, for some reason, I, I, I just don't trust that he'll necessarily be there. But but they said uh. he will. So, Mike Ravel tomorrow. And I won't be back till next Wednesday. You'll be here next Wednesday. Okay. So, yeah. I got, all right. So, it'll be a Tuesday without laughing. All right. Gotta <laughs> laugh. We'll see you on the Twitters until then. Sounds good. Okay. okay bye bye. Bye. See you later.